Welcome to another episode of Talking BS. Basically, I, all you're about to get is just us catching up. That's it. That's that's really it. We were going to talk about home th- survival and and survival, as I called it when you first yeah, got here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we did we did some, we did some. We we have we have some good tie-ins. Talk some Titans news. Talk some uh, some Bo Burnham news, who kind of inspired us to kind of go down this path of of uh, you know kind of self-reflection and 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 home surviving and different skill sets that we've been able to pick up over the past year with really having to deal with only ourselves. Yeah, uh, and how we've been able to advance from that way. But it was a lot of just us us BSing. Yeah, Corey's in town. We're in Nashville in the office and uh we're just catching up honestly. in the office doing work doing work in the office uh it was i had a lot of fun with it to be honest we we did we kind of bounced all over the place we didn't really take any questions from the group we didn't really do this was kind of a kind of a cold call a little bit kind of an update kind of a catch-up um but we still uh i think we still had a really good conversation and uh we hope you guys enjoy this episode uh you can also just as a reminder follow us on Twitter at talkin underscore b underscore s. You can follow us on Instagram now at talkin underscore bs. I know it's confusing. And then we're on TikTok. And I'm not going to give you that handle because if you can't find it, then you don't deserve to be on TikTok. I'm 31. I just figured this out this week. Boom. <laughs> so without further ado, here's another episode of Talkin' BS. 30. That low BS sounds like my voice. Like it sounds like it's pretty cool. I'll do it. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> it's awesome. Boom. I'll, I'll never get used to that. Listening to it live is is and so then much going better. right into it's it. So much better. We need to figure out how to do that remotely. We could so do that. It. It's there. We should be able to do that. We're smart people. We <sighs> oh, I sometimes feel smart. Other times I feel very very. As we were just very, going very through dumb. this whole damn thing to try to figure out how it would work <laughs> and record correctly for the past twenty minutes. Yeah. It's very true. We're on top of it. So you were saying, you were asking, have I watched? Oh, the, yeah. Uh, no, just the whole, oh, my. God. Did you watch the Friends, Friends Reunion, Reunion stuff? Yes. Have you seen that yet? We yeah. did. Of course. We what did you think about it? I mean, it's Kimberly's favorite show of all time. Yeah, so, uh, yes, we did a whole Friends Night thing. She had her, like, Friends t-shirt on, her Friends blanket on. She had a bottle. We, we didn't even know this, but we have a, uh, a, a wine stopper. And it actually says better served with friends or something. Goes better with friends. It's not intended to be the show. It just works out. It worked out. So, um, yeah. Yeah, we made a whole night of it. There were a lot of tears. Did you? All right. What were you expecting going into? Because this became like a heated thing. Like people were really like not all for it. The the reunion? Just the reunion in general. They thought that, you know, that it became more of a clip show. It became, you know, having people like, you know, Justin Bieber show up, you know, BTS show up that had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. They just, they, they were very against it. I felt like that was honestly just a lot of hate for no reason. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Now, I'm, I was not as invested in it as Kimberly was for obvious reasons. She's grown up with it. Like, that's her show. But, but the, I, mean, I also like that's a great show. People were like, "Here's a list of all the people that would have been better than Justin Bieber," and I'm like, "I mean, but here's the deal: that, were they on there? No, they weren't." So the, the Justin Bieber one though didn't make me mad at all. Like I thought actually having him on was great because he didn't say anything and do anything; he just modeled the stupid potato like Spudnik. Like it was it, to me, it was funny. Like, I, it, it was what, just funny. Would I have preferred Game of Thrones to end a different way? Yes. Yeah. But is it going to make me any better of a person to try to scream and shout and get all upset about it? No. It is what it is. The one thing Life I was sucks. upset about, though. Life sucks sometimes. I you know did, Get I, over it. <laughs> <laughs> I did wish Paul Rudd would have showed up. Oh, I know. That, that's the okay, one, that, one, was that, the one that got me. I was like, I wish Paul Rudd would have been there. You can wish that people were on there, but hating on people that were on there, like David Beckham. I saw one that was oh, like... Yeah. I saw one that was like... Uh, why is, uh, what was the host? What was it? And what's his name? Uh, again? I'm sorry. uh, James Gordon. Yeah. So it's like, why is, uh, James Gordon's good friend, David Beckham on there? He's only on there cause he's James Gordon's friend. It's not cause he's a big friend. Tim Tebow is only you... on the Jaguars because he knows Urban Meyer. Well, now that's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just unwarranted hate. I think so too. I agree with you. Not even hate, just negativity. 
I don't live my life that way, as as we know we've from, discussed from this show several times. We have. Is it a show? I don't know. We run a show, kinda. I mean, mm. do what we want. Uh, another another news. I do want to give a shout out, a sad shout out, but a shout out nonetheless to the Alabama softball team. Made it to the Final Four. You know, doing really well, doing big things. Had a twenty game win streak snapped by FSU, and then we just fell apart on the second game, and they went to the championship, and we did not. But Hell of a season, girls. Definitely want to give you a shout-out. We do talk a lot of Alabama stuff, so I would feel remiss to not give them a shout-out. The boys actually made uh, the NCAA tournament and got beat on the first round. Because, yeah. Yeah, I heard that. But, hey, go softball. Woo! Yeah, there was some text going around this morning. Like, somebody said, gotta love 9 a.m. baseball. And I was like, what? And then I, sh- I look on my phone, and sure enough, like, Virginia's playing at 9 a.m. And there's a good friend from law school who's a, who's a big Virginia fan. Have you and, seen uh, the pitcher for Virginia? Uh-huh. And he, so did you ever watch, um, what's the, what's the show? Uh, the one East, with the guy, with the one the with the guy with the dude and, and the, the stuff, the guy that. from like, uh, I can't even think of the actor's name. Right? We got to cut all this out to make me sound smarter. Eastbound and down. Oh yeah. So the, uh, Danny McBride, Danny McBride, Kenny Powers, Kenny Powers. That's right. All right. Did you see the, the pitcher for Virginia, speaking about Virginia. I've not seen him, but Dude, he looks like Kenny Powers. He looks exactly like Kenny Powers. He mm. acts exactly like Kenny Powers. Go look it up. He's got this whole Twitter thing that's been blowing up because Sports Center interviewed him, and he basically is like, so what do you think about guys that, that say that you're basically Kenny Powers? He goes, well, it's, it's damn awesome. I just wake <laughs> up in the morning, you know, and uh, I was here, and uh, I came in to relief. I heard the opposing fans chanting. They said that they'd buy me some Dippin' Dots if I blew the game. And you know what? I thought about it. But with the inflation of Dippin' Dots, and I, I just I couldn't quite come around to it. Because if we win, and then we win again, I get to play another day. And if I play another day, I get some more per diem. And then you know what? I can buy my own Dippin' Dots and be a winner. Dude, oh like he gosh. goes all. It's like, it's like a six-minute thing. So he's fully committed. He, but I think it's just his personality. Ninth inning, what are the emotions like? Entering that inning. Well, emotions are go in, win. I heard a fan offer free dipping dots if I blew it, which the price of dipping dots with inflation is just unreal. So for a brief moment, I was like, damn, dipping dots sound good. But also, I thought in the back of my head, we win today, we win tomorrow, or tonight. We're going to be here another day. That's more per diem. So that means I can buy my own dipping dots and be a winner. <laughs> so it's like. You know, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to attack. I think three words every time I'm out there. The first one's a swear word. Starts with F. Um, second word's attack. Third one's win. And I just repeat that to myself. Unless, you know, there's a breach in the system and I walk a guy and I got to tell myself I'm a few different things that isn't a winner. Um, I might break that, but then I get right back on it just this attack win you know it's so funny it's so good so I, I highly recommend that i think when he closed out the game that same game he just took his glove from the mound and chunked it into the stands oh, like boy. just super happy about that's it that's awesome i saw a video i don't know if it's real i'm assuming it is because how could you fake this the guy crossing home plate and doing a shotgun like shotgun beer across the plate how, how is I that not okay seen that that can't be real it's got to be real Oh, I haven't seen that. I've seen it with my own two eyes. Where it was played and what league and what was going on, I don't know. But, I really want to know. Um, I really want to know. I just, you know, I didn't really get into baseball this much, that much this year. I will say there was a lot of talk around these parts, that being Nashville. Team uh, coming, I saw, baby. Saw Tennessee's little Grand Slam walk-off. I mean, not a... Okay, no one cares about that. I thought you were talking about the that MLB being, coming to Nashville. That being said, though, have you seen that video? Yeah. It was pretty amazing. I don't care. Don't Tennessee. like them. It's a terrible color. Can't do it. But... And then obviously Vanderbilt is usually pretty good. Vanderbilt's solid, doing, but um, a lot Vandy's of a lot of MLB talk still. We talked about that on here already once, but or twice. But. Well, now that we're on the professionals, how about the other national professional news? Yeah, Julio, Julio. Tell me, tell me, tell me your real thoughts. I will say this: this converted me. Uh, I texted you as soon as I saw the news come through, and I, th- I said did. it on here. I was like, "Listen, if if that goes down, it's not a contest. I am a it. fan of yep. the Titans, and you know what? Trade went down." I'm officially a fan of the Titans. Looking back into the season tickets, and we'll go from so, there. So, what do I feel? Jubilation? Joy? Juliation? Uh, Ju- Juliation? Yeah. <laughs> Try to work his name any in there. J, Any J feeling that's good. How about that? Joy, jubilation. Jersey Mike's? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure that, that. Okay. So, I didn't give myself any room to get excited for this possible deal. 
I told you this. You did. You did. Because I was like, man, you know, the, we had the Tom Brady thing. We had the Peyton Manning thing. That was before my time, kind of, kind of. But the Titans were always in the running for like those like top tier, you know, J.J. Watt. There was J.J. Watt watch. That, that, that one was big. That yeah, one I remember was that interesting. One. And so when Julio, uh, probably one of the best players to ever come out of my favorite college school of all time, gets on the market or appears to be on the market or goes on Shannon Sharp's show unknowingly and says he's on the market. True. <laughs> How about that? That was, um, you, he could have got sued for that. I Bleacher saw something Report, come out. That Bleacher said Report like, came out recently and said that Julio didn't know. Yeah. I, I don't know how accurate that is, but yeah. So in California, it's a two, both sides have to know that they're being recorded in order for that recording to be lawful i guess that's crazy you can't secretly record a conversation with somebody i think in tennessee i think it's one way i think like if you know that there's a record like you can record somebody else i mean if you're recording somebody obviously you know there is a recording <laughs> true true yeah i don't know that's stupid but i guess this but is, i like I, I hear what you're saying yeah I, I, I get you it has to go both ways it has to be consensual Correct. Um, so that what the whole thing was interesting. So when yesterday to what is it doesn't matter what today is Sunday rolls around and the report comes out, it's happening. It's on. I see all the Jersey colors, all the graphics and everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was like ecstatic. Cause it was like, it's happening. Julio and Derek Henry on the same team on the same, on the field at the same time. And then throwing an AJ Brown, throwing a Tannehill, Throwing an Anthony Ferkser, the I'll Harvard Ferks, Hammer. Baby. I mean, come on. Um, and then, you know, people are like, I, I've heard, I'm going to throw Evan under the bus here. Evan, you know, sends me this message the other day and he's like, I mean, like, you know, the Chiefs at their height, like they had Tyreek and Travis Kelsey and you had Charles, who was in the backfield for them at that time? It doesn't matter. Um, anyways, he was like, that's so, so he's like, you've only got three. You've only got three weapons. Was it Jamal Charles? No. Is that it? No. There was a I'm gonna mess one of those like, two names. Don't worry about it. Um, he's like, you know, so it's it's really only a handful of pieces. So like, I mean, they're gonna cover them like and I'm like, okay, but here's the deal. When all of that goes down and then your rookie Des Fitzpatrick, who's six three, like two ten, he's gonna be wide open. And like he may not be an athlete when he's gotta be the number one. That was a problem with Corey Davis when he first yeah. showed up. That's all he, he he's going to get doubled every time. He's going to he's he's getting all the attention. So what's going to happen is they're going to have to choose between all three of them, and then they're going to forget about an Anthony Ferkser. They're going to forget about you know. But uh, here's the biggest thing: what do you do? Like, all right, so you either play your safeties down, right, yeah. and you and you stop the run because Tennessee's a big run offense. Like, oh, yeah. that's it's never going to change, right? They're pretty balanced, but Derrick Henry is going to handle that rock. And then you, yeah. so you bring two safeties down to try to cover that and, and, and own the box, or do you leave them back and then let Derek Henry get 150 on you? You don't have a good decision here as a DC. Pick your poison. You don't have a good decision. You Pick just your poison. don't. And then on top of that, so then you start, you start trying to objectively look at the season. So the offense looks, I mean, your offensive line is pretty much there. You lost Dennis Kelly, but you drafted a guy in the second round in Raidens or whatever. And Lawan's back. Lawan's coming back. Roger Saffold, as long as he's healthy. You got Ben Jones at center. You know, you got uh, um, Nate Davis on the right side. Anyways, you got a lot of your pieces still there. You lost a couple. You lost Johnny and Corey Davis. That sucks. But Corey Davis, you just did a swap with pretty much. I'd say a little bit of an upgrade. A 32-year-old Julio. I don't care how old he is. He's He's a Hall of Famer. He's an upgrade. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. We have a Hall of Fame wide receiver on our team right now. Crazy. Tight end is the biggest question, I would say, on offense. You know? And I still think Ferkser is going to have a really good year. He's produced pretty well the last two years. Well, and then you said me something right after with uh, Derek Hader hanging out with O.J. Howard. Like, oh, hey, just check this one out. I was was like, dude, get out of here. (laughs) And there's a lot of of Melvin Ingram talk right now as well. And so what I'm getting at is then you look at the defensive side. Um, Evan in the same text thread was like, the Titans didn't just get a facelift. They got a whole new face, which is true on defense because I think they like, needed it. nine out of the 11 starters are, are now swapped. we got nine new people on, on the starting defense projected. 
I mean, it could be amazing. They could be an amazing defense. They could be mediocre, but they can't be as bad as they were last can't year. Can't be worse. It's literally impossible. I, I, I don't think it's possible for them to be as bad as they were last year. That's, so. I mean, it's almost like the Chip Kelly Oregon teams at this point. We're just going to outscore everybody, so it may not matter anyway. Uh, just see how it goes. Keep the defense off the field. Just, Here, just let, them, let, them, let them keep going. Let them keep going. All right, let's actually get into what we're really talking about and uh, kind of keep going. Uh, it was a fun little icebreakers. We did our own icebreakers that True. time. That's what those were. Oh, That's what those well, were. we didn't even mention we're in person. Which oh, we is are cool. in person. So we're actually catching up just live. Yep. So this is it. <laughs> this is it, guys. Welcome to our lives. Yep. Welcome to our lives. Yeah, uh, in town for business for this week and next week. So next week we will probably be live as well. Uh, no, we won't because I won't be here till Tuesday. We're recording early next week because we're gonna have a guest. So we'll we'll go ahead and tease that one. Yeah. Shout out there, Preston Bushy coming in and joining the uh, the talking BS guys here. Uh, one of our best friends from. I mean, he, you you guys literally know each other since you were like from the two five six. Coming in, y'all knew each other like what kindergarten? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I think it was preschool. It was so, preschool, yeah, Whitesburg dude. preschool. There you go. We were four or five years old, something like that. Um, so yeah, my oldest friend in in the world is going to come join us from Huntsville remotely. Pretty looking forward to that. We're going to talk about, I guess, just growing up, funny stories from when we were growing up, uh, and also just how Huntsville's changed. Um, he's an engineer. He went to the University of Alabama as well. Um, so you know, we'll go through kind of the things that he knows about gardening. He's big into gardening. Okay. Now. So there I'm gonna go. I'm gonna ask some gardening questions. Uh, he's an engineer, so I'd like to. I've ask got some engineering, some engineering questions. questions. I'm there. I've got. I got those ones. Um, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be a nice little time. Looking I just, just want to ask him if he's gotten a haircut in the last year and a half. That's my biggest question for him. So, Preston, him, I'm sure you will listen to this before I saw him next week. A couple week, months so back. Let's I see if we got was, that haircut. He was looking. He was looking cleaner. All right, good. He was growing it out there for a while. He was. He had. Yeah. He had. The, he had the full man bun going for a while. When, speaking of man buns, we had a man bun on with us last week. Well, and Tom he, nodded it off, and he had it off. Yeah, Josh, Josh crushed crushed last week. Um, I, it was one of our best received episodes. So I think in the very original week, he's probably had the most listens. Yeah, in, in one singular week, so great week. job, so it, great it'll, job, Josh. It'll keep going up over time, but um, in the first week, his was like like Doge through the roof, dude, to the moon, <laughs> to the moon. What do you uh, so any any follow up from last week? Anything that you've well, seen or, or you have some? I, I have a little Co- bit. Corey decided uh, everything Josh told him about like he's not a financial advisor. Corey was like, ah, it's cool. I figured it out. Thank you for the advice. <laughs> I I walked away with that. I think I said it maybe in uh, in the follow up that I'm pretty sure I can trade and do more than he can. Uh, just after you know we were joking about this before we came on the air. Basically, if I know three things about something, I consider myself an expert about it, and I'll just talk like I am. So it doesn't really matter. It's like, so, hey, Corey, you, you good? You got that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good. I, I'm good. I got it. I got it. I got it's it. Fine. It's like, fine. Okay, cool. It's fine. I'll figure it out. Don't and worry. Then about we it. crash some jet skis into each other. And it's you know, it's uh, listen. I caught that mirror though. <laughs> I caught that mirror. Let's save that for next. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh yeah, Preston was there for that. He was. Oh, I forgot. He, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so I did. I went and I invested. I invested, you know, I, I, I'm lucky enough to have a little bit of disposable income. So I was like, you know, I'm going to check this out. I'm going to feel some things out. I, I really took to the whole, uh, you know, kind of Facebook and MySpace correlations that we made with Bitcoin and Ethereum. And so I went into those. And uh, since then, I think I've lost quite a bit of a lot of money. The market's been down like 20% at this yeah. point uh, since making those investments. But you know what I'm going to do? going to double down because when it dips it'll go right back up all right. that's what i'm going to do that's we're going to we're going to ride this thing we're going to ride it and uh and then you know i won't have any money when this is all said and done Corey, but i'm going to enjoy it i'm going to enjoy the ride Corey over the weekend sent me this like all the notifications to his phone it's like bitcoin is down minus it's 5.1 percent down bitcoin is now down 6.1 percent i was, down I was like crying he's like this is not how this is supposed to go <laughs> It was not. It was not. So, Josh, even though you may be a popular among the listeners, F you, dude. Costing me some money. I'm just playing. Uh, love you, Josh. Great, greatly appreciated the episode last week. Uh, but I will also throw out there another uh, kind of uh, thing. Coinbase and Doge do have a promo going on. If you invest $100 in Doge right now, you get entered into a uh, raffle to basically win $300,000 worth of Doge. A couple of little uh, handicaps in there. But, you know, 100 to win 300000 in Doge, I'm pretty sure you pretty much own Doge if you had 300000 worth of Doge. How much did they pay you on the side outside of me knowing to say that just now? <laughs> Listen, you know, uh, no free shout-outs. We'll just leave it at that. No free shout-outs. I guess last few things to tie up is we've got some things in the works. 
Got a few, got a few, got a few. Been working with uh, an outside agency here to kind of update the logo. Obviously, you know, you guys have seen the logo now with the, the faint bull and the BS and, the, you know, the whole deal. It's kind of something to hold us over until we really kind of got things up and running. Now that we've got things up and running, are working with some, uh, some outside agency and uh, here to, to try to get us a really good logo to start on some merch. Seen a couple of mock-ups. We're getting there. We're getting pretty close. I think we're going to have some more finalized by this week. And uh, get the get the merch store up and running, and get you guys some BS swag. Uh, some BS shirts and hats and stickers would be cool. That's the start. I think that's what's going to happen. That's the start, man. We want to get it out there. Want to get it on you guys. Um, a lot of that will probably be driven by contests to start. So uh, we, be on the lookout we have for a quite TikTok. a few contests. Did we talk about this last time? Did we talk about that with Josh? I can't remember. Nah, not really. We have a TikTok. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm 31 years old. I'm way too old to be on that thing, and yet. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> we have it. We're doing we're doing a social media training for for Corey while I'm here this week to basically yeah. get me caught up on on Twitter, Instagram, yeah. and Instagram now TikTok, I guess Instagram and uh, Facebook and all, all the things, all, all the, the things. things, all the uh, things the kids are into. Really, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, TikTok. So th- those will all be fun. We're gonna have fun with that. They'll be interesting. Uh, Josh also also crushed a meme for us last week. Did the you know? What that, meme? Do you know what that was from? No idea what that's from. From the SNL skit. Wario. So that's actually that's actually Elon Musk was in the Wario costume. Josh put his face on it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I like that. Well done. Glad that went over everybody's head. That's yeah, well cool. done. Because I had no idea. All I did was I took it and I was like, Jonah, look, it's Wario. Like if I, he, he loved uh, it. He absolutely loved it. He thought it was the greatest thing ever. We may have to uh employ him to uh make one of those per episode. That would be pretty funny. That would be pretty good. That would be pretty good. Uh, so the other thing that's kind of gone on over the last week, and I think this is really kind of what got us into this mindset for our, uh, our kind of brief topic, uh, Bo Burnham comes out with a new, uh, new special on, uh, on Netflix called Inside. And yeah. I know this was somebody that you and I, you know, we grew up with him, right? I, yes, this did come out recently and I watched it. And I went back and I was trying to explain to Kimberly what like how he came on the scene who is he she'd never heard of him so i'm trying to describe him i'm like well he plays songs and he had these funny songs on youtube when youtube first started getting going and so we went back and listened to a couple of them <laughs> have you done that recently no it's <laughs> are they are they just things, not good at all some things don't translate as you get older mm. you know what i'm saying there there were funny there were funny parts to it um but i definitely i mean he's our age he's like, yeah, like only like a year apart from us so like we kind of probably were at the, a similar maturity level at that time, even though I was born forty. It's not a big deal. Yep. But um, yeah, we went back and listened to some of the old like it's got one about math and and just oh three point one four apple pie. Yes, there's there's a lot of um, my voice is so smoky it'll get you high. <laughs> so you do remember it. I remember um, some of them. I remember some of the things. Yeah. So. You know, we played some of those, which, which was pretty funny. But he's also like, I think he's like 14 in those. Like, he's young, yeah, young, he, young. Yeah. And then uh, we went back and watched his first special on Netflix, What? And it was, is extremely raunchy. And he's being ironic, and he explains that. But I don't think he explains it as well as he probably should have. <laughs> I will say, I never got into a lot of the stuff that he did. Uh, from a special point of view, I'd watch them, and like some of it was just a little too far. Yeah, like some of it was a little too far. So uh, I just I just pulled it up, and we had it backwards. We were talking about when we were talking about it earlier. We were backwards. So words, words, words was first. I was the first one in 2010, uh, and then in 2013, what? 2016, make happy. Okay, so I am talking about what though? I did not yeah, watch yeah, the yeah. 2010 one. I watched the 2013 one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, words, words, words. Make I enjoyed. happy. It was really good. I actually really liked that one. I remember liking that one. We watched it last night again, and it is. It's like he honed his craft. It's yeah. like he got better. He when in 2013, it's kind of like he is like super, super excited. So he's just trying to. He's just everything's to a thousand. It's like an excited kid. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he's just going ham. Which we were what 23. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I get that. The 2016 one was much better. A little bit more mature, like the jokes. He even used some of the same jokes, but he like honed them. They were just well, a little bit better placed, you know. No, for sure. And then um, this most recent one was like, whoa, dude, it was intense. Deep. I mean, so Very, like a lot of depth. For there. those of you who have not seen it, and and you know, we're, we'll play a clip if we haven't already. I don't know where we'll edit that in, but 
Welcome to the internet. Have a look around. Anything that brain of yours can think of can be found. We've got mountains of content, some better, some worse. If none of it's of interest to you, you'd be the first. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, he he basically takes all of quarantine over the past year and decides to form a special, or film a special all by himself, doing this whole thing. Uh, it's his first return in five years or so after basically getting out of comedy because he started uh, having panic attacks while on stage. Like, he was having a bunch of kind of stuff where he just he couldn't be up in, in front of people. Like, it was just, it was bothering him. So he started working on directing and writing and all this other stuff. So this was like his comeback into it when he started really kind of doing it. But also, he wasn't doing it in front of anybody. It was literally basically him locked in a room during quarantine for over a year filming this by himself mirrors lights production the whole thing he edited it wrote it did he did everything with it did the whole thing in, in his room One and room. it's 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 almost more of a dark documentary than it is a comedy yeah i agree it, it was intense i don't want to give away too much uh, i don't want to like walk through everything that happened but it touches on a lot of uh, a lot of things that everybody else felt you know what i'm saying like it's For sure. it's interesting it was interesting watching it now because I don't think I would have wanted to watch it six months ago. No. Because you're still in it. We're still in it. We're at home. And it would have just been like, you're going to punch me when I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> but, but now things are kind of starting to move towards being back open. And watching it really kind of puts you back in that place that you were in nine, six, nine months ago. Um, and really, like, there's kind of a retrospective kind of like, oh, wow, we were, we were like... And obviously some people had it worse than others. Um, but it, it t- took me back to like those first few months of like, oh, wow, we're just supposed to stay inside. And it was tough. It's tough to listen to him verbalize those things. Whereas, you know, in the past he's on stage, he talks a lot about performing. He talks a lot about dark things in the past, but they're just kind of like he brushes over them. He's like, I'm, you know, a performer that's up here that's just still miserable on the inside. You know, yeah. this is like young, yeah. young white male and all this stuff. And like, he's playing it up and then he talks about, I still like hate myself. And then he just brushes past it. Well, this was like, oh, I'm going to sit in that feeling of like, I'm alone and I have to deal with my problems. It was, I, I would highly recommend it. It just, just, just don't, be, be prepared. Yeah. Don't expect to laugh hysterically the whole time. It's stupid, funny stuff. It's, there is uh, some stupid, funny there stuff. There is some stupid, funny stuff. You, you will do that, but don't, yeah, maybe don't make it a date night. No, I will say White Girl Instagram is, is quality. There's some funny stuff there. White Girl Instagram is quality. But, you know, he took this entire year and went over quarantine, did all this stuff to basically come out the other side with a project, right? So it kind of got us thinking a little bit about how we survived, what, what we can do, what we can't do, what we learned that we can do uh, over, you know, a similar perspective, a, a similar time frame. Obviously, we all went through quarantine. We all went through COVID. We all went through this hell together. Um, so, I mean, what for you specifically, have you, is there anything that you can kind of stands out that you may have learned outside of, you know, how to use Zoom and Skype and, and, and all that kind of stuff uh, or any kind of home project type things that you, you know, handyman van? Uh, you know, I mean, the biggest one on its face was I passed the bar. I mean, that was big obviously one. a really big, big one. one. Uh, we've, we've talked about it at length. Um, you know, I found some old passions. Like I picked up the guitar again, like electric guitar and played that stuff. And that was, that was really good for the soul, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, I did, we did some, we did some home projects. Kimberly did a lot of painting. We did some rearranging, hanging TVs, you know, my, the room that we're in this office right now, you guys can't see it, but it's transformed a lot because it was like bar study room. And now it's like family office. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) There's a couch in here. It looks nice. They were like, things are hung up on the wall. Um, you know, you know, and then I did some home gym stuff, not a ton, but like, you know, my gym closed. So I was like, all right, let's try to find some sort of way to exercise, you know? Um, what, all, what all did you do for that? I mean, just cause like, that's something I think a lot of people still maybe, you know, if, if you're going to go, you know, things are opening back up obviously. Yeah. Right. And gyms are open back up and stuff. But I would say probably if anybody's nervous, that may be where people are probably a little bit more nervous, kind of sweat Fair. and move and, you know, I don't a know. A lot of breath. Yeah. A lot of right? breath going on there. So, and that's not something that necessarily is easy to do with a mask on either. If you're going to even do it. Right. So I did that for a while. That was rough. Oof. 
My Oof. gym opened up pretty early, like I think in the fall or in the like, yeah, I think it was the fall when we opened back up. And then I went in there with like the gators on, you know, I, you know, sometimes I try to do intense things just to prove to myself that I'm still like capable of doing them. So I'd go in there and like, you know, they do like the breath restriction. They do like the mask training anyways, like O2 yeah. restriction or what oxygen restriction, whatever it is. And so I go in there and then it was not fun, not fun at all. Cause you're just, cause then it starts getting wet. If you sweat Dude, too much, yeah. then, then the gator's wet. And then you're like, I'm like waterboarding myself. <laughs> With your old sweat. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so gross. I'm like, this is terrible. Why am I doing this to myself? For the love of the game. That's what it is. That's why. Um, yeah, I didn't do as much as I should have. I, I wish I could have gotten a bench. And like, I know there's some people in the neighborhood that have like a full rack that they put in their garage. So you we know. grew up with that, like, right? Like the free weight stuff. Yeah. Like that was, that was yeah. big with like, I think, you know, the, the older generation, mm -hmm. you know, like my dad always had one. We used to have one. They right. st he still has one. He's got like the, the nicer Bowflex okay. now with like the tension Ooh. weights and the weights yeah. that are like encased and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Well, there's a new age Bowflex too. That's like digital. Have you seen this where you, you hook it up to the wall? Do you know what I'm talking about? The like the mirror, it's like a mirror. Well, but then there's also some arms with like pulleys and stuff, and you can literally oh, change, yeah, the, yeah, 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 you yeah. can change the uh, the resistance on the on the digital screen. I'm thinking to myself, how do they attach this thing to the wall? Like, that's not something you just put in the stud, like, they have to come. I would assume they would have to come and like install an actual. No, I mean, because I think it's it's the mechanics behind it, right? Like, you're just setting a tension. That's all you're, you're doing. If you're pulling off the wall at, like, 150, 200 I, pounds. I mean, I mean you better that, be into an anchor. Is that stud going to hold? I like, mean, yeah. You, you better anchor that thing That's the thing. In. I'm not self-installing. You know what I'm saying? I'm paying somebody to come install that. Dude, so I, I you know, I, I have an electrical background, right? Electrical engineer doing the nuclear stuff in the Navy. And so I, I, everywhere we move, I end up doing a lot of electrical work. All right? Fair. But... Uh, you know, during this, we did a lot of electrical updates. We've done a lot of painting. We've done a lot of everything. I mean, I've talked about how we kind of bought um, a fixer upper and, and all that kind of stuff. But the thing that I've hated the most, to your exact point there, it's just hanging crap and like having to mount stuff into walls because a stud is never where you want it. Never. You can't ever figure it out. Dude, all right. Not, nope. This was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I went through three different pot racks to try to hang up. And listen, my wife, I love her to death. She's she's pregnant, so she's a little you know a little emotional. So you love her more now. I love her so much more. There's more to love now, actually. But uh, no, is that too far? I should have said no that one. Comment. Oh well, no comments. <laughs> anyway, You're I went through grave. three different pot racks to hang up and hope, dude. I, I, I oh my gosh, because I couldn't get it stud right. I couldn't get it in the right corner mm. the way that it was supposed to work. And uh, dude, it was miserable. I hate it so much and then whoever decided to build this house and especially build my office they took every shortcut under the book mm. and nothing you know like it's supposed to be 16 inches off center to have stud to stud nope we're about like 18 and a half 18 and a quarter 47 between one I'm like this yeah. makes no sense who 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 approved these plans nobody nobody approved these plans dude i was i was getting so angry especially working in construction i'm like i know where this is supposed yeah, to be this should like, not i be know this how way. this is supposed to go yeah. Dude, completely and totally <laughs> miserable. Completely and totally miserable. But yeah, that's been that's been one of the biggest things. Uh, but yeah, no, I have started to get back into the working out though, that's without good. waterboarding myself. That's all. Yeah, I won't be doing that anymore. No, no, we're done there. Yeah, we're done there. More cardio. I still can't. I still can't do it with my uh, shoulder and stuff. Yeah, and I feel like as I get older as well, I, I, a lot more creaking is going on in oh, yeah. different places. Knees, ankles, shoulders. Dude, my ankles. My ankles, every time I go up oh, downstairs. It's bad. Got to watch out there. So let's like a, like back up a little bit. We were just looking for things to keep our mind working, you know, to keep our mental fitness, you know, healthy. So, I mean, we've done a whole episode on, on mental health, but, I, you know, this, the Bo Burnham thing really spurred that conversation. And I think he talked a lot about how he, you know, how he did things to keep that strong and yep. how it didn't work at times, a lot of the time. No, for sure. And, and something else that just happened in the past week, right, is the, uh, the latest episode of Bussin. We've talked about that a few times. We're both our fans. We both yep. listen. But uh, with Johnny Manziel and them having him on, there yeah. was a lot of mental health talk there. Um, you know, and one of the things that they said in there that I, I, I want to reiterate because I thought it was, you know, pretty accurate and pretty true. Uh, 
you know, you, you could be your wife probably the more than anybody else in the entire world, right? I mean, you're, you're probably with that, that spouse, that significant other, whoever it may be, best friend, whoever. But you're still with yourself 24-7. So especially when you get into something like quarantine, if you can't be, you know, true to yourself and, and mentally strong enough to just be with yourself – you probably had a big issue over, over the past year. And, and unfortunately kind of Bo did at the same time, I don't know how much he did and how much of it was the character. Right. So, I mean, you know, there's some there, but I'm just going to take it as a whole. I wondered that because he is such a performer. I was curious how genuine it was, not in a cynical way, but more so just, I've seen him, we've seen him play the character. And this was a, you know, usually on stage, he will step out. He'll break the fourth wall and be like, guys, hey, I'm playing a character. It's, it's intended to be ironic, by the way. You know, I just sang a song about killing yourself. Yeah, I'm clearly joking. Do not go do that. I'm not telling you to do that. You know, he, yeah. he'll break the fourth wall and let you know. And this one was pre-recorded, so it was a little bit more like, are we, how meta are we going to get? Yeah. He talks a lot about being meta and like, okay, is this him being him or is this him being us? And we're supposed to see ourselves through him playing a character. Like, well, he, you he know, he's deep. Like he's yeah. a deep dude. Yes. Like he's very, very, very artistic, smart. Very, very smart, I mean, articulate, artistic, good with words, creative. Yeah. I mean, do you think so from, from your personal experience without going down the, you know, mental health side of it though, uh, to, did you think that you kind of got to know yourself better over the past year? Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's good. Very in-depth <laughs> answer there. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I distracted myself so much along the way. This is, a, this is more of a personal um, thing that I deal with is just if I, I don't like sitting still. Yeah. Kimberly and I, neither one of us do. So we find distractions. So the working out, um, I was very lucky that the bar exam was happening in that time. I, I honestly count True. my blessings. It wasn't like... It wasn't like I got laid off and there was nothing to do. I got laid off and then, oh, I have this massive task. It might be the biggest thing in my life that I need to do, and it happens right now when I have nothing else to do. So I got really lucky in that, in that way. You know, the funny thing is, I think the mental stress, not of doing the bar, I think the mental part of like re- figuring out who I am as a person, that actually came after the fact. I'm actually dealing with that more now than I was mm. when COVID first started. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think in the last six months, being done with the bar, being done with law school, getting married, we're at that, like, we're at the end of that initial timeline. And it's like, well, what do we do now? You know what I'm saying? I'm looking for a job, but also, like, how do I fill my time? And so I think there's been more of a journey for me in far, as far as, like, finding myself or getting to know myself in the last six months than actually through the first 10 or whatever that was, yeah. you know? No, man, that's, I mean, I think that's, that's pretty in-depth. That's pretty cool. I, uh, you know, with, for us, for work, I mean, it never stopped. So I, right. I, I don't think it, much of it changed you and Evan for me. Still just cranking, yeah. just crushing. I mean, I just worked, you know, instead of taking calls from my office, I took calls from my house. That was like the biggest difference. Yeah. I did, and I, I don't, can't remember if I've told the story or not. Uh, I did learn uh, how much my son does mimic and watch me hmm. uh, way more than I realize. Uh, because obviously they did homeschool, Zoom school for a while. And uh, I'd, every now and then, uh, Katie would ask me, she'd go, hey, do you mind you know, kind of doing this with them and, and sitting in? And if I didn't have any meetings or something, I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, I got you, no problem. Go you know, take a shower, take a nap, do whatever. And uh, so I'd sit in there with him, and we'd be on mute, thankfully. But you know, he'd raise his hand, and he'd want the teacher to ask him, you know, or he was answering whatever question. Yeah. And uh, she wouldn't call on him. And he, he would just look at me and goes, Dad, why isn't she calling on me? I was like, well, buddy, she's got to call on everybody. You know, yeah. uh, we're trying to work through it. You know, whatever. He goes, Dad, all these other kids are stupid. They don't know the answer. I know the answer. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. He has listened to me too much. He is my son. <laughs> he is my kid. <laughs> He's That's, definitely mine. Oh, oh no. it's so not good. Oh, but, yeah, so it's, you know, I, I definitely have learned to understand when he's around and, and any little thing that I do, he picks up he's on. Pick so up you on. definitely got to smart, ooh, right? smarter than I thought. Yeah. Smarter than I thought. So, I mean, it was a wild time I, sitting back and lo- looking back on it from 
all the things that like, okay, your whole world gets turned upside down. Yeah. Everything you do daily, like we have our routines and your familiarity and then all of a sudden it's not that, you know what I'm saying? I guess in some ways, some people did continue a little bit, but for most people, for the it, was most like, part, yeah. it was, it was like, oh, we're, we're different now, you know? Um, and then coming out of it, like we're clearly like, it's like the doors open and we just, we're kind of walking out and we're like, oh, this is what, sun, <laughs> this is what sunshine looks like, Dude, you know? It's, what yeah. has that been like for you? That for me, you know, cause we were, we were probably more cautious than most, you know, uh, I, you know, we've talked about that. Right. Uh, so we've definitely been probably overly cautious and coming out now, like, I mean, six months ago, I wouldn't even be at your, even if I was in Nashville, Fast. I would still be recording at the hotel. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, so it's, it's definitely different. It's definitely cool. It makes me feel like a person again. You know, like I, I've talked about it on here. Like, probably one of my biggest fears and one of my biggest insecurities is just being alone in general. Like I hate it. Yeah. I hate being alone. Um, and even connecting through zoom and Skype and phone calls and all that, that's great. But that'll only get you so far. Didn't have the that's, same that's, that's the bandaid. Yep. You know, that, that's, that's the bandaid to a gunshot. Right? I mean, that's just that you're not going to yeah. get all the way there. Shout out Taylor Swift. That's just not all the way that you're going to get. <laughs> um, and you know, I, it's just, it's been it's been big for me. It's helped boost my self confidence quite a bit, and I, yeah. not that it needs it, but oh no no, you it, need it in check. Yeah, so. but it, it it's helped me just feel normal again. You know, like it's so much better. Yeah, it's you know surviving. We're going to title this one "Home Survival." Yeah, and there's you know all the t-shirts survive, uh, surviving, not thriving, and everything. But I've noticed recently because, you know, I'm working remotely and you're right, everything's Zoom and there's no personal interaction. And it's a lot of, I've had to deal with a lot more of the whole like isolation thing because Kimberly's working and it's me and the dog and these people that I've never met in person that I yep. text back and forth with, you know, just typing. Yep. You know, we, we do talk sometimes meetings, but what I'm getting at is when I started going back to work, you know, at the hotel on the weekends, just for fun, just for extra money. Like I was picking up on the fact that I was getting more energized by those two days of terrible, hard manual labor. I was getting more energized coming out of the weekend than I was during the week because I was having that, that, you know, and it, we're still all wearing masks. We're not hugging on each other or anything. We're just, but, yeah. but we're able to talk to each other and be around each other. And you can see someone else smile and, a telephony joke and laugh and run around and, and you know, it's kind of like a playground. <laughs> it is. It is. Did you, so, you know, like it feels great. It he, feels so here's good. Here's the biggest one that's gotten me. That's kind of go, goes back into this whole thing though, is small talk is so much harder now. Mm. Like I've almost forgotten how to do that. It's like, it's like, you know, like the, the, everybody jokes that if you've been married for a long time and then like something were to happen and you would go back into the dating pool and you have no clue how to date. Yeah. I feel like I have no clue how to date right now. Yeah. Like I just, yeah, I, I, you true. know, it's, it's, if I don't already know you, like me trying to get to know you, it's, it's a probably a little, it's not as easy as it used to be for me. And, uh, there's other things now that were suit that were, I don't, I almost said supernatural as in like, hey. but, but <laughs> there were things before that were natural that are now I'm like, Oh, is this okay? Yeah. Like, I walked into a gas station the other day for the first time without a mask on. And it, and my gut instinct was like, oh, oh, shit, I forgot my... <laughs> and then I like look around, and I'm like... I'm like <laughs> it, it, no, it's okay. I'm looking around I'm, like okay. in the woods like, is, it, is everybody okay? Are we okay here? Like the person behind the counter is not wearing one, and I'm like... I give him that look like, are we good? And he like kind of gives me the thumbs up, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, we're good now. This is okay. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Dude, speaking of in the woods stuff, though, I mean, like, in my mind before this past year when we talked about, like, any kind of survival stuff, the old school Bear grills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Dude, yeah. that was that was the stuff. Like, Did you go back down the rabbit hole, or are you just talking about Yeah, just more in general. I yeah. didn't really go down it, yeah. but, like, that's just, that was more so what I had to, like, think about and what I related it to, thinking about, like, Michael trying to, like, go out in the yeah. office and survive in the woods by himself with Eat, Dwight. Eating the mushrooms? Dude, yeah. Michael, no! No, Michael, no! <laughs> It's been uh, almost six hours since I've had any food, so I'm getting pretty hungry. <laughs> Dude, it's but it's it's. Come I mean, on. that's kind of what you think, though. Like, yeah. and then you know, now we've all kind of have this shared experience. You know, that was one of the things that, especially like the Navy, and I think all really armed services uh, personnel can really relate to this. One of the reasons you probably get so close to those guys is because you go through such hardship together. 
And, you know, in a weird way, we all kind of went through a really big hardship over this past year altogether. So, you know, in a weird way, we kind of have all this weird shared experience that hopefully in the end can, uh, can kind of bring us all a little bit closer together and uh, kind of better the world. What, I, we, what we really want. You know, we have done a lot of talking recently. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to connect these two ideas. We've done a lot of talking recently, you and I, about, okay, where are we going with this podcast? What are we doing? What's our purpose? You know, all of those things. And it's funny how it kind of came generically. Like, it, it just came out of us talking. Yeah. I, I didn't, like, I didn't come into this. We didn't have a business plan. We didn't set anything down and said, like, Let's do this. We're just like, oh, we'll start a podcast. We got, we always talk all the time, anyways. It was just a nice, nice excuse to talk, and uh, through that, we've got all these themes that we've yeah. just have come up. You know, what I'm saying yeah. the ripple in the wave, the sliding scale. I love the you know the scale. doing a positive thing for everybody. You know, for for one person a day, like these kind of ideas that are us, but we've never really said them out loud. I never really think about that. You know, what I'm no. saying like it's the Johnny Manziel thing. It's like, I talk to myself more than anybody else. So I think about these things, but I've never really put a label on them. But, um, you know, I do hope that coming out of this, that at least there's some appreciation for these things that we're talking about. You know, I don't want to be valeting and running cars. I would much rather not do that. But for where I'm at, I'm looking at the glass half full, you know, it's extra money that helps you pay down some debt. I get to go interact with a funny group of people (laughs) and it energizes me and I get to fill up that, you know, fill up the tank a little bit on positivity. So I hope that some people realize you always want what you can't have a little bit. That's, I feel like that applies to people often, you know, for sure. When I was in hospitality before and I was a manager, I'm like, I need a break from people. And then you get a year of a break and you're like, I need, I just need to talk to people <laughs> in person. <laughs> so I hope that there's a big perspective change. And yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. I hope that this translates into people going out there and seizing the day, you know, spreading some positivity, being thankful for what we got, you know, for sure. I, I hope that, I hope that that's the, uh, the sentiment that gets, that gets brought out of this whole thing. That being said, we had a vicious election during the entire process. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> pretty divisive. So, it hasn't gotten any better. No, I mean, no, no, no. But maybe, maybe the normal people, maybe the non politicians, you know, can have this thought. <laughs> gosh, that's that's a hope. Maybe you can bring some positivity into the realm. I'll be the ripple. Be I'll the be ripple, the ripple. Baby. I'll be the ripple. You guys got to start somewhere. Yeah. It's got to start somewhere. Well, I mean, what are some of the, I'm trying to think of some of the other things that kind of came out, you know, during that thing and, and thinking about anything that, um, you know, God forbid something like this would ever to happen again. Right. Some lessons learned. Yeah. Almost. We have, we have a stellar cookbook that we've been working on. Um, yeah, for real? <laughs> yes. Dude, that's awesome. Kimberly and I, well, she's got a friend, um, from back home in Florida yeah. that she follows her Instagram and she posts all these stories. Um, I should give her a shout out. I don't remember her her handle or anything it's fine um so we've been following her stories and she does these amazing recipes right we're doing one tonight actually you'll have to have some before you leave but um and then we've just been picking up stuff off online and and like in books and stuff and so i told her like as we've been going i'm like hey like let's take down our favorite ones and like i don't know how you want to do this or whatever and let's just make notes and then like as we move forward we can like tweak them you know, next time we do it, let's just do a little tweak. Like, oh, we said last time we should cook it less or more or add this or that. So uh, she misses organization. She's been compiling these recipes. And so if this ever goes down again, we got the spot for, that's the, food, what's for up. the food. Because <laughs> every time we all, like, that's, I think it's every couple in America. What should we eat for dinner What tonight? should we eat? Or how, how did I make this last time? Yes. Hey, baby, why don't you make that thing that you made? Yeah. I loved it. It was so good. Yes. Yeah, I don't know exactly the, how the I did The recipe that. was on Pinterest, and now I've, oh, I can't Oh, it's gone find forever. It, and it's gone forever. Yep. So that's what I was telling her. I'm like... You know we've we've made some amazing you know dishes and stuff and so let's uh, let's put a little, let's put this down on paper. I like that in my iPhone. I like it. <laughs> well, it counts. Listen, technology is the same thing. Uh, I like that a lot. What about like say you know, okay? So we had the hack not too long ago, right? With yeah. petroleum and all that kind of stuff. We talked about that with the crypto last week, uh, which by the way, which I think is kind of attributed to some of the uh, the dip. 
from uh, from the crypto stuff. Apparently, the FBI was able to track that down and basically ensure that they didn't get any of that money that was transferred into them. You're lying. I'm not. At least 2.3 million was reported. Uh, they requested 4.4. 2.3 million has already been pulled back, and they they have the other stuff that they're able to pull back too. So wow. they're not going to get a dime. Uh, but I told the, you, smarter people would figure the it out. fact that they have figured no that way. out. <laughs> not yet. Listen, I do three things about it, so obviously I do everything. <laughs> you were That's just expert. the way it was. Uh, it's terrifying me that uh, they already know how to. They already figured this out. Yeah. They already know how to do it. So I think that's all another reason why it's on that. But you know, you take stuff like that. You take uh, you know any kind of supply chain stuff like with real estate and lumber and all that kind of stuff. We've mm-hmm. we've hit on that before, but real estate's so big right now, and just how houses are getting built and and how all that. Like I've, I've said it, but builders aren't giving you a final price until after the house is built at this point, mm. which is stupid to me. That is just completely and totally stupid. But say. Food chains interrupted. You, you, you know how to go, grow tomatoes? Uh, well, that's why we're going to have Preston come on next week and tell us how to garden. There we go. We got the gardener <laughs> coming in. See, it all ties together, people. We got it. We, it's like, it it's like we've thought about this bigger picture. I've only done this podcast so that I can have other people tell me how to be better. I mean, that's really it. That's kind of what we should I mean, we should retitle this. Just be better. Be better. Just be Not better. BS, but be better. Be 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 better. Be better. Be better. Not that's bad kinda, about that. It's kind of where we're at at this point. Could I grow a tomato? No, but I'm sure somewhere on Pinterest, someone Kimberly could figure it out. I'm just, hey, listen. As long as we've got <laughs> as long as we've got the women in we, our lives, we'll be okay. You know, we do have a whole stockpile of like canned goods in this house at, in a place, so we could survive for probably like a week or two. Which is not long enough, but I couldn't do it. That's you, a long enough. You guys would you guys would hang out longer than me. I wouldn't be able to make it that long. <laughs> it was like, yeah, that's it. Listen, done. if I don't have Zaxby's, I'm I'm done. Oh, if I don't man. have Zaxby's, I'm done. I don't. That's I'm done. Wild. I'm done. Uh, I guess the last thing though about kind of coming out of the pandemic and things to really learn as obviously you hit on it earlier. Kind of you know you got laid off, right? You were able to pick up some more work now and still doing some stuff on the side for fun. Uh, but you know, income, right? And and being able to have a stable income. What, I guess, is your biggest life lesson from that since that, you know, kind of directly affected you for for a a time there? Yeah. I mean, I think it taught us that sometimes life is really out of your hands. Yeah. And that is a dangerous place to be. And you can take that, like, lack of control to the nth degree and you can build your bomb shelters and you can go into survivalist mode. I don't have the time for that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for I that. Have a, I have a control problem, but at that point, um, I don't want to put too much faith in the government. You know, I know they're listening to this, but uh, <laughs> but sometimes you have to, right? I mean, it's unfortunate, but you know, if everybody tried to go be a survivalist, we would. I feel like we'd all kill each other, <laughs> dude. Uh, yeah, probably the purge you know, would be real. Yes, very much so. So, um, what would I do next time? I mean, you know, we're trying to get into a better financial situation. Like I said, working extra, like I don't, we don't have to do all these extra work, all these extra jobs and stuff, but we're just trying to, to get into a better financial situation. You know, um, at the end of the day though, I mean, I got unemployment, you know, that is what it is. I you know, I don't know. Some jobs were essential and some weren't. Could you plan for this type of thing? Sure, next time you could try to find a job that was essential ahead of time, but like could you ever expect this was going to come to this to this point? I don't think any of that could. No, so there's what, no way. So what's the, what's the next thing though? Yeah. What if it's not health related? What if it's well, you know, God forbid, like an asteroid or something like okay, well then wh- what do you do, you know? Yep. So there's only so much preparation you could do. I mean, <sighs> That's not a great answer. I think it was a great answer. But I, I think, I think I'm just uh, I'm just gonna do the best with what I got and when the you know yeah. roll with it when the when it gets thrown to me. Yeah, I think <laughs> you, uh, know? you know I think at one point it'd probably be good for us to do a full like almost financial discussion uh, at some yeah. point on one of these things. I think that'd be kind of interesting. I, w- I know some financial advisors, some people yeah. that are smart in that. We could yeah. do that. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. Not Josh. Josh is not because he Josh. screwed me on crypto. No. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, you know, kind of diversifying your portfolio. Uh, I did I did hear from some good, good financial yeah. advisors, yeah. right? You know, one to 5% probably should go into crypto at this point just to kind of hedge your bet almost, yes. just in case. Uh, but again, you know, if some people so are, put don't all my that, life savings on all Bitcoin? of it, okay. uh, every gotcha. dime that you have. And if you do that, do not blame me for it going down 20% over two days. Right. 
even though I'll blame Josh. So you can blame Josh. Don't, <laughs> don't blame me. Blame Josh. Hey, it was satire, okay? It was yep. satire. It's all good. It's all satire. But, I mean, I think that, you know, talking about, you know, the, the income, talking about, you know, a lot of friendship stuff, right? I mean, obviously, that's what we, what we do every week. But uh, I have a, have a random one for you. All right? You ready? So would you rather be rich and lonely or broke and just have amazing friends? Ah, it's very, that's such a difficult question. Rich and lonely sounds terrible. But you're rich. But you're rich. You could buy friends. And we're talking stupid rich, right? We're oh, yeah, we're talking like, like Jeff Bezos. Oh, ooh. Mm. You know, I posted recently, my, one of my favorite quotes of all time is like, no man is poor who has good friends, or has friends, who has friends. I like that. I think it's good friends, because there are varying degrees of friends, but, you know... Some of the best currency I have in the world is good friendship. You know, that goes a long way. Going through life is hard. All the things that we deal with are hard. Paying bills, making money, dealing with, you know, loss, death, taxes, you know, all those things, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Can't escape them. Divisiveness, politics, poverty, you know, social injustice, you know, hatred, war. You know, all differences, co- overcoming continues. differences. Yep. The world that we live in is difficult. The possibility of aliens and Bigfoot and conspiracy theories and Illuminati. <laughs> I'm trying to tie in all of our episodes. Every single one. You know, your sports team losing. Our, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. And so, honestly, having friends to go through that with makes it a lot easier. Now, that being said, if you're Jeff Bezos, you probably don't have a lot of those problems that I just described. Nope. So maybe you don't need friends. Maybe you're above friends. You could buy friends. You could just clone yourself a bunch of times. I'm sure he has that technology. Did you see this? Nope. He said that he's going to the moon or something like that. He's going to take his first trip to the moon in the next couple years. Okay. And to which the response of a lot of of my friends was like, well, clearly he's cloned himself already because he's not going to the moon. If, If you're Jeff Bezos, you don't personally go to the moon. You send your clone, clone yourself, or you either send your clone, or you're or you're the clone, or whatever. Um, so, what would I rather be? I would rather I'm very lukewarm, very lukewarm, half half full person, right? We're on the I'd sliding rather, scale here. Would you rather be? I would rather be right in the middle. <laughs> I would like to have an adequate income to where I can afford the things that make have me a happy. Few good friends and have some good friends, <laughs> not all the good friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a centrist. Damn. Oh, it's funny. I like the answer, though. I really am, though. I mean, yeah, I'd like to say I would take I would take the money, but I mean, what, what comedian was it though? But I have also you ever really don't want to be broke, broke? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, hmm. like that's look. I, I can't remember the comedian, but who said it? That you know, hey, would you rather? Uh, uh, have you ever seen somebody? You know, money can't buy happiness. But uh, have you ever seen somebody unhappy on a jet ski? On a jet ski? Yeah, yeah, we d- we did this one. Oh, it's, we did uh, this. It's, uh, it's, uh, Chappelle? No, 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 no. It's a. Uh, Oh my god! It? We have already had this conversation. Okay. Well, dude. listen, it's, things uh, repeat themselves, and I I don't remember people's names. Tosh Bueno. It's, it's, it's Tosh. Daniel Tosh. Tosh. He goes, okay. But have you ever seen anybody on a jet ski? They can never look unhappy. You can't look unhappy on a jet ski. Danny McBride was on a jet ski. Danny as Kenny Powers. He was. That's he had a fact. The jet skis. You know, I need, that's one I need to go back and rewatch. There I haven't was watched that in a long time. There was jet yes, skis there was. as well. Yes, there was. HBO. Gotta gotta love HBO. Shout out. No free shout outs. Uh, All right. If if I had a gun to my head and I had to choose one or the other, I'm gonna be rich and lonely. <laughs> 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 Give me the money. Give me the Corey. You're gone. I love you to death, but you're gone. Give me you the know? yacht. See, I would have, knowing us, I would have expected us to be uh, the exact opposite, right? I think I would have taken the rich and you would have taken yes. the friends. But that's awesome. That's funny. Hey, that's only if there's a gun involved. If there's I mean, no listen. gun involved, if it's a genie or something, I'm going to find out how to make those three wishes into adequately wealthy with some <laughs> decent friends. That's still only two. Third one, I guess, you know, you got to wish them free. I guess, oh, you know, that's what you got to do. Uh, all right. So this one, the last last question I have here uh, to, for a discussion before we kind of close it out. This one I, I committed to, to Tyler King several weeks ago that I would bring this up. The and this has absolutely nothing to do with nature, anything we've been talking nature about. Nature of the question is like the nation, nature of the questioner. Questionnaire. Who's the, what's the name of it? The person asking the question. Inquisitor? It's just Inquisitor, sure. It's very off topic and random. Has just like Tyler King. nothing to do with anything we're talking about. Very true. But I did promise that I would bring it up and ask, and I just... I kept forgetting and here we are so here we are so tyler wants to know what are your thoughts on the feminist me too movement and then the hashtag not all men movement i don't have a 
ton of thoughts off the bat, but I will say we recently watched Allen versus Pharaoh. Oh, that one's good. Woody Allen? Dude, Woody yeah, that Allen. one's crazy. That? I have seen that. And that one really gets tied into the whole Me Too movement at the end because it was actually kind of at the beginning. Right. No, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, For sure. Her story actually kind of spurred or it kind of spurred and then she came back around at the end. You know, she kind of got tossed aside like most other accuser stories do or did at the time. Um, it definitely gave me a different perspective on that. Um, I think living in a world where the accused are written off as hysterical or crazy is a dangerous, yep. like unjust world to live in. Um, but like all of the issues that we talk about, it's complicated. It's very complicated because I think we've talked about uh, anonymous accusations on here before that is that's dangerous too, you know, to the accused. So, um, gotta find a world where you can, where justice can be served, you know, where we got, we got to find a world where the, where the right side, um, prevails, whether that be male or female, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Just need people to be better, be better, just be better, be better, be better. I mean, I think one of the mm. biggest things is there definitely is a difference between equality and, and equity, right? Uh, yeah. And I think that's something that probably gets overlooked a little bit, you know, when it comes to these things. You know, I have can definitely relate it to a few different avenues. Um, you know, if you want to go with social injustice, uh, you know, we can kind of talk through that. But I think you're 100% right. It's a very complicated issue. There are things that you need to be able to do and say and be taken seriously. And then there are times when you need to not have those same, you know, not the same people, but uh, some people who take it too far, who try to use that for everything at, at this point. You know, it's kind of like uh, the extremists of uh, political parties, right? If you want to kind of think of it in that extreme, you know, not every uh, Democrat is, uh, you know, crazy socialist, right? It's just not the way it is. Not I every Republican is, a, is like, we're somewhere in that sliding scale, right? It's, but it, that's the way but it, you, you have, have to be. You can't put every single situation and every single person or every similar situation under the same lens. You cannot do that. It's very difficult. It's, the world is not black and white. We do not live in a black and white world. Um, <laughs> it brings me up to another topic, Jupiter's Legacy. The the hero the superhero show on Netflix that I was telling you oh, yeah, I yeah, wasn't yeah. gonna watch I watched it hundred yeah. <laughs> percent and there's a big conversation there about you know these superheroes they set up a code and they have these rules we don't do this we do do that and then you said do 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 I did say do do we do do that um, and uh, it's it, the same answer comes down to it the world is gray the world is not black and white what works for one situation is probably not. Er, it may work for another, but there's also a chance that it may not. And if we try to box everybody in, and this is an issue much larger, I'm sorry, I'm not going to go off too much, with the government and laws in general. You, you try to make a law that is just and equal for any affected party underneath that law. But there's always going to be people on the fringe that get left out or that it doesn't apply to, or there's an exception. And the law is pretty, it's hard to have exceptions in the law. Because then you make one, and then well, let's make another, and then at the and then at the end, then why do you have the law? Why do you have the law in the first place? And um, it, it's just a compl- It's so complicated. You know, I think there's some very basics that we could say. Like I could say, is if there's a woman that's doing my job, the same exact title, with the same skill set, same level of work ethic. If we're essentially the same, but she's a woman and I'm a man, we should be paid the same. I think that's very agreeable and easy to say. And then you apply that and one situation there may be just some factors that just change it just a little bit to where she deserves more money or I deserve more money or whatever. And that doesn't make that situation bad because I ended up pay- making more money for whatever factor, maybe ex- maybe years of experience or something. one little thing that maybe made that more justified or vice versa. So it's just, ah, oh, it's just very, it's very, very difficult. I don't like these broad sweeping movements of, well, this is what it is because that that may be true, eighty five percent true, but there's fifteen percent where it's like we should consider those exceptions on the on the yeah. edges. You know, it's just hard. The hard, these are very difficult. Situations. That's it. No, it is. <laughs> it is right. Um, but 
I think if it wasn't difficult, if it wasn't complicated, it wouldn't be worth addressing. It wouldn't be worth trying to, to move forward. And I think that's, right. in my opinion, what life is. It's taking the complicated. It's taking the difficult. It's learning to overcome. It's taking this whole past year, right, with what we were just talking about, learning to overcome, learning to, to kind of better yourself, you know, in some way, even if it's just getting to know yourself better, if it's learning a new TikTok dance, if it's, you know, if it's home renovating, doing some uh, projects, painting, and if it's passing the bar. Right, whatever it might be, whatever that you can do to continue to grow and better yourself, continue to do that, and uh, and keep in mind that not everybody has the same circumstance that that you may, and uh, anything you can do to, you know, take that take that one second out of your day uh, to do something positive for somebody else, you know, as Van would say, let's let's continue to do that each and every day. So, uh, with that being said, you know, feel free to follow us on all of our social media outlets. Talking BS podcast at Gmail. If you want to get in touch with us from an email perspective, uh, talking underscore B underscore S, right? Is that what it is on Twitter and stuff? Do I have that right? I wasn't even paying attention. Perfect. <laughs> uh, well, we'll probably edit this part out then. Uh, but if not, we'll talk to you next week. Looking forward to having Preston on. Thanks, everybody. Mm-hmm.